Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, campers! Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here, and I'm with CeeLo today on a summer Friday. Good morning, CeeLo. Oh, what up, Al? How we doing? Oh, pretty good. Uh, just before you came in here, uh, I hope I heard and felt thunder in this building. You because, hope? Yeah, because if, if it wasn't, then the buildings get, you know. <laughs> About to crumble to the yeah, ground? Yeah, something's going on. <laughs> I heard it as well, and I was like, wait, that, that had to be something else. And then I opened up my weather app, and sure enough. Is that right? Seems like there's a uh, pretty significant storm happening outside All right. right now. Yeah, when the building, like, shakes, uh, it's one of three things. Thunder. Um construction in the building which we've had quite a bit of over the years and every once in a while like a a big truck will hit a large bump on the street in new york city that'll do it and you'll feel it in the building interesting yeah now i will say i have worked in this building and stayed uh multiple nights through both hurricanes so superstorm sandy and i forget now the name was the other one isaac or whatever it doesn't matter irene i think it was Irene. irene yeah there you go, Scones. Very good. Irene. Yeah. So, and I've been here through some crazy, you know, thunderstorms outside, snowstorms. And I've always said it's amazing if you didn't know what was happening outside in this building, you'd, you'd otherwise have no idea. Correct. We have very few windows. They're very thick. You don't hear street noise. You don't really hear or feel anything from the outside. So to hear and feel that thunder rumble that just went down must have been pretty significant. Yeah. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Yeah, thunderstruck, CeeLo. All right, well, uh, you had no Yankee game last night, so that's good. I guess. You, yeah. yeah. Oh, trust me. That yeah, was true. a good thing. All they do is lose. So. Now, mm-hmm. they do play uh, in the Bronx tonight against the Red Sox. No buzz. No buzz, <laughs> and they they currently, I listen, I always I look at the MLB app I, I know for my having. starting pitchers. Yes. Again, they've got a to-be-determined fella. Now, I... I'm pretty sure I've gotten to the bottom, not gotten to the bottom of this, but I figured out their routine, their pattern now. So okay. like Randy Vasquez pitched the other night, and then they quickly sent him back down. I'd imagine at some point this afternoon, Johnny Brito will be recalled, and they're just going to play that game with those two right now. Okay, they'll one bring pitch one as up. it goes back, then they switch, and so on and so forth. So Johnny Brito is the expected starter, but you're right. Officially, they have not named one yet. Wait, can you do that as a MLB team? As long can- as they have options, sure. 
who has to have the the player themselves the player has, has to, to have, have the option, option. to yeah. be going back and forth. Correct. To be optioned back and forth without passing through waivers or being designated for assignment. I was yep. going to say, it seemed like cheating. Like you could just get a whole other team and park them somewhere. And then uh, like you have a ton of great starting pitching. You just keep bringing one up, dropping one guy down. Well, there are rules against it. But I think right now they're getting away with it because if like if you option a guy back, I think I think I could be wrong on this, and maybe it's different with pitchers. But I think with position players, they're not supposed to be able to return for at least ten days unless it's to replace an injured player. So in this case, the Yankees have all these pitchers that have been out hurt. I'd imagine that they're getting by with that for now. You think they're using the system, a workaround, if you will? Uh yeah. Yeah, I don't even call it a loophole. Just a loophole. You know, That's using what I would say. it to the best of their ability. Okay. At least so far. You know, because like think about it. Um, you know, Carlos Rodon went on the IL not that long ago. Nestor Cortez went on the IL not that long ago. So we haven't had multiple turns through the God, if they, you can even call it a rotation with the Yankees right now. It's such a mishmash of pitchers between Severino's struggles using an opener here or there, Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito, Domingo Herman's gone. Rodon's on the shelf. Cortez is down again. I mean, it's a lot of moving parts. So you would say uh, your sources are telling you it's Johnny Brito. My common sense is telling me it's Johnny Brito. Okay. Mm -hmm. He'll be facing a fellow named Brian Bello. Brian Bello. I know. The I do have it name spelled is, correctly. Yeah, so the first name looks like Brian. It's pronounced it's Brian. Brian, and all right. the last name, B-E-L-L-O, you would think Bello, it's Bello. Wow. Yeah. So I'm 0 for 2 on the yeah, first name, last name combination. Yes. And, and and Russell Cage is not on today's show. <laughs> no, he is not. He's, uh, yeah, or, yeah, Mr. Gage. <laughs> on the show, is, uh, Patellar Tendon. Patellar Tendon, gone. In tears on the uh, practice field over there in Florham Park the other day. Oh, is that right? Well, there's the, the joint practice with the Jets. And it because the season is over? Well, I think the pain that he was oh, in also, also a ruptured so the, patellar tendon doesn't feel good. So you're saying that the tears may be a combination of actual physical pain and emotional pain that and the season's over. Right, oh, the awareness man. that this is probably a season-ending injury, which indeed it was, and he has to have surgery, already had it, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. And you had some neck injuries in that Eagles-Browns game last night. Is that right? The guys got stretched off. Well, I think s- everybody... Sounds like everyone's okay, you know, for precautionary. But okay, it's been a rough, it's been a rough go here. Just yeah. Training camp and preseason games, you know. And what we got Panthers Giants tonight. That's correct. Do uh, the starters play at all? Like they, the, what Giants are the Giants starters doing? are supposed. What are they doing? What would you say they do? What there? would you say you do? Yeah. So Dable's, you know, head typical NFL head coach is very. Yeah, I don't want to reveal too much. Very cagey, but I believe. The giant starters, Daniel Jones included, are supposed to play for some length of the first half. Okay. We don't know exactly how much. Two drives, maybe? I don't know. It sounds like maybe into the second quarter, that... but I guess you'll have to tune in tonight and find out. Oh, we'll get to see Saquon Bar- Barkley running around, maybe? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Speaking of finding out, I, I feel bad I had to text Spike pre-5 a.m. Uh-oh. Well, we got Yankees and Giants tonight, and on the latest version of the program schedule, like, it's not his fault, the schedule like it's sent out. They didn't have listed which was on which dial. Oh, I've got to know that for promoting it on our right. station. I had to do my WCBS 880 reports to promote it there as well. Giants on the FM dial, Yankees on the AM dial, and both can be confirmed. streamed on the free Odyssey app as well. Is that confirmed? That is too? confirmed. He got back to you. He at did. Five. Wow. Well, you mean, listen, I figured it was safe because he usually arrives pre 6 a.m. Yeah, you he know? likes to try to beat the traffic, yeah. go to the gym. So I figure he's up, or when he gets up, he'll yeah, see he'll it. He'll see and, it. Shot me right back at okay. text. Good job. So Giants on the FM, Yankees on the AM. That's right. Both both available on the stream as well. Is that right? That's right. 
I, I guess they figured out that whole thing with streaming where like we can actually hear the games. We got the mainstream and the alternate stream. But no, no, I'm saying, the like, Odyssey app. Like it used to be yeah. like they'd be like, Oh, the Yankees aren't on the stream, the Giants aren't on the stream, they're not allowed oh, on the yeah. stream. Oh yeah, I think maybe from a rights standpoint it, yeah. it wasn't allowed at first, we're back but now. yeah, we're, we got that all figured Everyone out. Everyone got into uh the twenty twenty three year <laughs> and Bucks Jets tomorrow. That's right. Now I did see uh conflicting reports. Uh I was one of them reporting that the uh, the Jets canceled on the Bucks. Yeah, this is last all the minute. Rage. Yeah. And how uh, could it be last minute? I gave that to you guys Tuesday in Florham Park. Right, but I'm saying not last minute, but same week that they were supposed to be able to practice on yeah. Wednesday and Thursday. The, the reports were confusing even yesterday. Yeah. So I still don't know what was the case. All I know is that it wasn't like the Bucks showed up on Wednesday and after practice, Salah was said to Bowles, like, hey, um, we're good for tomorrow. Yeah, we better not see your faces here tomorrow. <laughs> but they went over to the Giants facility Correct, because the Giants had off yesterday ahead of their preseason oh, game. Perfect. So it worked out great. It worked out perfect. There you go. They didn't have to go too far. They're, yeah, they're not even that far apart. Half hour maybe? Yeah. 40 minutes tops? So are the Jets starters playing tomorrow against the Bucks? Well, not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no. That Other guys, be. yeah. Other guys. I don't know how much, but some of them so will. it be Zach Wilson. I think snaps. a lot of Zach Wilson. Okay. Yep. I saw yesterday at uh, Jets camp, Mr. Mark Sanchez showed up. I think he's been there a couple days this week. Is that right? Yeah, that is, All that sudden, is right. Yep. Everybody wants to go to Jets camp. Yeah, I think he's doing some show or podcast over there. The podcast. Yeah. Uh, Vinny Testaverde was there. Sure. And I can't believe they let Phil Sims in there. <laughs> he's the enemy, the Giants. Come on. How the, you think they're going to let Mark McMonagle Sanchez? Was just talking. The giant jet thing. It's just similar <laughs> to Yankees-Mets. Come right. on. I mean, they're not enemies. I know. How many times did Sims play the Jets in his career? Not often. Did they even? I mean, how often? I know they now, played every, a, now I know it's every four years. But yeah, they played they, every uh, preseason. That's all I, I know. I I'm talking regular season. Real games. Did they ever? I, I'm, I'm sure, sure they, they did. have. I'm going to have to. Let's check that out. I'm sure Richard Jets, Todd took some Giants, snaps against uh, history. I'll tell you this. La, la, la. I do remember seeing a Lawrence Taylor sack of Kenny O'Brien yes. that they used to run I whenever they that ran. As well. All right. Actually, it was looks like it was every every couple of years. Three years. I see 81, 84, 87, then 88. Back nice. to back years. Back to back years. How about that? Almost yeah. and both in December. Interesting. How okay. would you rank those quarterbacks in uh, best in their prime? Would you go? Best in their prime. Best in their prime. Sims, Testaverde, Sanchez. I mean, that's to me, that's an easy one. Is that right? In, did in Vinny Testaverde? Oh, I just heard another one. Did Vinny get Testaverde? Get did, the, did you hear that thunder? I didn't hear that one. Bro, we're in an enclosed studio yeah. here. <laughs> Building is shaking. Yeah, I mean, look, in their prime. I mean, yeah. Sims is Super Bowl MVP performance. All right. I mean, that I'll was give you him number legendary. one. Yeah. Testaverde has had a, had a decorate, a long... You're going to give me... Sanchez over Testaverde. Mark now. Sanchez with the two championship games. Okay, and, and I don't take that away from him. But what were the Jet teams built on that went to those defense. days? Defense and the run game, ground oh. and pound, ground and pound. Yes, Mark Sanchez. I will tell you this. He, and he played very well he in those postseasons. Great, one hundred percent. Not taking it away from him. Two seasons. You cannot stack that up against the career. Or you said at his prime. As prime. So you, I mean, when was Sanchez at his prime? Those first two years in the yes. league where he was still. More in like game management mode, right? That first year, the rookie year, they gave him that wrist, the wristbands with the color codes for the green light, yellow light, red light. Yes. So I, I, I like Mark Sanchez. I think he was done wrong here after the, not by the fan base, by the Jets. By Rex throwing him out there in, in that the uh, preseason game. Yeah, that was a bad scene. Hmm. 
which opened the door for Geno Smith, right? Which opened the door for Ican and Polly, which opened the door for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and the trickle down effect just continued on and on and on. Vinny Tessaverde is a compiler. It's funny. That's the word I was going to use <laughs> as well. <laughs> He's one of the classic compilers. Um, in classic compilers, here's who I'm going to put on the list. Okay. Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. All right. Vinny Testaverde. Steve DeBerg. Okay. Classic compiler. Uh-huh. Dave Craig. All right. Classic compiler. That's I've, all I got. I've got a current compiler. For who me. you got? Current compiler. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> no way. What do you he's mean? Still no at way. His peak. But what? What's? I mean, he's put together uh, some very hot, big seasons in yeah. terms of stats, yardage, touchdowns. What's he ever won? I don't know. I feel and like... I like the guy. He was very likable on the quarterback. I was actually. I still haven't finished it. I was watching some last night. It's like on nights when I'm home and my, the wife passes out. Like we were watching the. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard documentary. I don't know if you've checked that out. I have it. I'm okay. not sure I'm interested in that. Right, Is it any enough. good? I mean, I didn't really follow it when it was happening. So it was interesting from the standpoint of like two very public figures and there's footage from the courtroom and them going back and just sort of the he said, she said stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's look, it's gossipy. But once she knocked out, it threw the quarterback show on. So when Kirk Cousins comes across, it's very likable. The problem, like you have to, you're a compiler when you get to, be near the end of your career and you're still piling on team after team yeah, after well, team. Yeah, I mean, Tesla like, already played into his 40s. Yeah, so. like like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick compiler. Oh, big time. Right? Journeyman compiler. Jer- right. Vinny's career quarterback <laughs> like as a starter, his record, 90, 123, and 1. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. He's, <laughs> he's a like classic. 35 games under 500. And he's played on some bad Bucks teams, as you know. Right. Yeah. Right, you go. But then you start to think of all the teams he played for. Like he was on the he was on the Panthers at one point. We got Bucks, Browns, Ravens, Browns. Jets. The year with the Cowboys, right? Forgot that one. Back to the Jets, New England, Carolina. Wow, at the end there, compiler. But the, I mean, the Jet teams, the, the they twelve and one. That was the year he got. Did he get hurt that year? Ninety eight. They went to the AFC Town. Maybe not. I don't, I forget now how it all played out. Jet fans will be screaming at me. Yes, they will be. He, so in, he had a twelve and one year as as a, for his record as a starter. With the Jets and a ten and six, so he played well here. I'm still going he Phil did. Sims, Mark Sanchez, ah, Vinny Testaverde. Sanchez over oh, Vinny yes, T. Oh yes, I can. Nah, I disagree. Oh yes, I can. See, right. Do you think they all tried to uh, mooch up to uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers? I'm sure, they did. Yeah, Aaron, can we talk to Dap you? him up? Dap him up. Mm-hmm. What's up, Aaron? How do you, you think? Feeling, do you think Aaron Rodgers knows who Phil Sims is? Of course. All right. Phil Simms knows all about Namath. He's like a football. He knows NFL history. Aaron Rodgers is still part of that era of guys who who knows the history of the game. Yeah. The next group in, no idea. Not most of them, no shot. No yeah. shot. Yeah. What's football? Like, do you think Bryce Young knows who Phil Simms is? No uh, chance. I would be willing to say yes on that. Is that right? Maybe not what he did in his playing career, but he knows might him know as him the... for his work in the media now. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Who did I see on TV? Which show was it where uh, Rodney Harrison introduced himself to somebody? It was one of these reality shows. May have been the, uh, may have been uh, the Jets. Uh, one Jets drive. No, may have been uh, Hard, Hard Knocks. Knocks. Oh, like he was there at practice. Yeah, he was I there see, at practice. I haven't still not watched that was the it. full episode too. It was Hard Knocks. Okay. Rodney Harrison went to go talk to Sauce Gardner, mm-hmm. and he introduced himself by saying, "Hi, I'm Rodney Harrison. I work at NBC. I do the Sunday night game." Because right. he knew 
Saul's Garter had no idea who he was. Yeah, probably They've got not. got no history, CeeLo. So, I mean, listen, it depends. It depends on, depends on um, what they were into as a kid. Like, some of these guys don't play high, play football until yeah. they get to high school, and then they realize this is this, this is my way to make money. Or they play and don't watch. Yeah, that too. But part of it also is, like, what do your parents show you, you know, growing up? Like, how else are you going to know to get, hey, let me check out the NFL unless mom and dad, mom and dad are watching. True. Or an uncle or whatever, big brother, something. I loved the history of the NFL when I was young. We understand, yeah. And I didn't even play. Yeah, no, I mean, most of us didn't. I didn't play. I wish I I never even played, played organized football. So that's me why I love it. Now my seven-year-old's playing, and I, I'm, like, vicariously living through him. He puts pads on yeah. and everything? yes. Yes, they have their first real game on Sunday. They just got the jerseys. They got a home and away jersey. (laughs) Do they have big giant helmets for these kids? Yes, they do. Huh. Mouth guard, shoulder pads. Was there a discussion with the wife or is he allowed to play football? It's very dangerous. We're not going to do it. He's played flag the last couple of falls, but once you hit seven in the fall season, which is the more competitive season, in the spring they offer flag for all ages in our town. In the fall you play other towns. So it's quote unquote travel, but there's no house league. It's just that's you go around and play other teams from the area. But at seven, there's no they don't offer the flag anymore. So if you're going to continue to play, you have to play tackle. So we figured he was just going to stop. We signed him up for soccer and fall baseball. And the coach, the coaches that he had last fall also had him in baseball in the spring. And they're trying to keep this group together. And the head coach, he's a gym teacher, like he's very, he's very on top of coaching. So he kept coming back to us and was like, come on, like, give him a shot. He might really like it. So, you know, you get 10 days, you can get all your money back. Come give him a chance. And we kept asking him, like, are you sure you want to play? Like, we weren't, we're not pushing him at all, you know? And he's, yeah, I want to play. Yeah, I want to play. So we got on board and gave it a shot. And, you know, the first couple of days of padded practice, he was a little unsure, but I didn't want him to quit quickly. I wanted him to give it a real shot. And now, so far, he's loving it. Did you let him know there was a 10-day trial he was uh, involved in? I didn't. My wife did. And I was did. like, you got to not put those things in his head. It's like <laughs> You're the on a 10-day le- trial. I, I'll say to her often, she'll say something. I'll make objection, leading the witness. Like the way she asks questions, <laughs> yeah. she just sets him up for the out. And I'm like, like no, you got to cut that out. In no. 10 days, if you want out. No, no. Because then he'll just be like, okay, I'll stick until the 10 days. And on the 10th day, I'm out. Don't turn that kid into a running back, CeeLo. They don't make any money. You know what's funny? You kind of... Guess what position they've got him at? QB. No, running right. back. Ah. <laughs> no, but at that age, like they're not throwing the ball much, Al. Right, I like, know. The That's quarterback hands off and runs himself. Yeah. So they're playing a, like a split back, a pro, a pro set. So running back side by side with the quarterback, and they've got you know I don't know ten plays or so. So but many, it's a lot of running. So many high school teams too. They just run the ball. Yeah, I mean it's listen. It's Let's air that out. Yeah, but you, it's hard, man to organize pass blocking and having enough time for the quarterback to drop back and throw. And these guys don't have the arms or like the flexibility with the pads to really get it down the field. The receivers aren't running, you know, advanced route tree. So now there's exceptions. Of course, you go to big time high school football, like probably down in Texas. I'm sure there's a lot of that going on or guys that are going to be college or play high level college or potentially have an NFL future. Like you throw on Patrick Mahomes, high school tape. I'm sure he was slinging it all right. over the place. The Manning brothers, the the nephew now um, Arch Manning Arch yeah look at you that's on right on top Cielo. of Arch Manning nice job I know nice my job. Manning brothers very good okay let's take a quick break here Cielo. when we return I've got some NFL notes I've got some baseball notes and I've got uh, a marriage note and I've got a <laughs> criminal note okay number of notes here wow and then Boomer and Gio will be here right at six o'clock. <laughs> 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with uh, CeeLo today. Good if I turn my mic there on. Hi, go. good morning. So we talked uh, quickly Giants-Jets past history there. Yeah. Joe on Twitter slash X checks in. Good one here. Halloween 1993, a Boomer Sims matchup. Wow. A thrilling 10-6 jet victory oh, over man. the Giants. Those guys didn't light it up that night. Well, you know, back in the day, they weren't exactly throwing it all over the place. Boomer was 12 of 17 for a buck 29. <laughs> no touchdowns, no picks. Sims, 20 of 30 for 142. No touchdowns and an interception. Wow. When they met so. after the game, you know how, like, the quarterbacks <laughs> meet them? Yeah, been like, yeah. what did What, what was, was that? What, what was this? We what just... would we say we did here? <laughs> yeah, what did we do here this evening? <laughs> Now, interesting, CeeLo, 91%. That's a very big number, 91%. Yeah, I got I to gotta have to play devil's advocate when you say this, yeah. but go ahead. Uh, of bettors mm-hmm. seem to be betting on the Bills to beat the Jets in week one. Okay, now uh, this is my standard all question right. this day of all legalized right. gambling and all the different yes, sports sir. books and apps that are available. You got this number from where? Not sure. 
There you go. That's right away. Oh, everyone's on so-and-so. I'm like, really? I mean, How do they the- keep track of all these bets that are coming in different books? Who is who is aggregating all of this I think this one honestly came from the BetMGM put this statistic okay, out. Okay, so that's one sports book. Right. Like FanDuel would- might have a 50-50 split. I have no idea. But why, why would any of them I be different? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. It and then seems- the other thing people get all yeah. caught up on is, well, 91% of the bets, but what about the percentage of the money? What does that mean? Meaning like... If 90% of the people are betting, you know, 10% of the money and that other 1% that's on the Jets, oh, okay. is better. I'm not a explaining huge that money. great, but yeah. I see what you're saying. The sharps, the big money bettors, right? If a huge bet comes in on the Jets, it's only one bet. So it only wouldn't swing the percentage of tickets, they like to say. I got but you. But the total money could be swung. In the that makes direction. sense. It's also, I think what happens is when we build something up, we... We've gotten so used to, like, we're hearing Jets, 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 Jets right now. So we're so used to thinking they'll get whacked week one because that's the way things go in sports. When you think something is going to happen, the opposite happens. I mean, even if they're going to have a good year, it's still, it's a tough, they're an underdog in the game. Yeah. It's the Bills. Like, the Bills are have been a legit Super Bowl contender for the last two, three years now. And I don't think anyone thinks that's going to change. Is that game in Buffalo? No. It's here, here at, here yeah. at MetLife. Monday wow. night, September 11th. Home dogs. That's that's what I mean. It's like, you know, You're right, everyone was, 11th. oh, yeah, week five, Denver, Sean Payton, can't wait. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. slow your roll. And that's yeah. not me killing the Jets, same old Jets, trolling the Jets. Like, it is a tough schedule out of the gate. Home Buffalo on a Monday night, week one, at Dallas. Late window the following week. Back home against the Patriots. I understand. That's a gimme. Have not beat the Patriots in seven going on eight years. <laughs> That's not true. Once. Right. And then before the Denver game, we're going to host Patrick Mahomes and the defending champion Chiefs. Oh. So I asked, you know what? Never mind. I asked Boomer off the air, like what their record is going to be going in the Denver game. So I'm heading not, into I'm week five. Gonna, I'm not going to out him. Hmm. He, he feels very, like many, optimistic about the Jets. Wow. Uh, okay, we'll see. So he's got a, a going into week five, so... Four games. Four yeah. games I, in. I won't say. I'm going to say he, Boomer has him at three and one. Perhaps. Because that Now, that was fair. a few weeks ago. Maybe he's yeah. changed his mind now that we're hearing about the O-line struggles. Dwayne Brown's not back yet. Other guys are banged up. Mekhi Becton, we're not sure what's going on with him. So... I saw this uh, interesting um, Instagram that Mr. Aaron Rodgers put out, uh, and he he posted it for Garrett Wilson, I yeah. believe. And, of he uh, and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, yeah, of he and Garrett Wilson, and he tagged Garrett Wilson. He tagged Devontae Adams. Loves his 17. Yeah, he loves his number 17. Yes. And then in black print, so you couldn't really see it, on his butt he tagged uh, his former center, David Bakhtiari. Okay. Bakhtiari. Here's the problem with what you just said, Al. What's that? David Bakhtiari is not a center. What? <laughs> I thought he was the dude who was centering him the ball. No. He was an offensive lineman. He's a left tackle. He can't center. Not a center. Why didn't he bring over a center? Uh, you would I, think you'd be comfortable with the guy whose butt you're, you know, you're very have, intimate with. What's his name? McGovern that's an accomplished pro, and they just drafted a kid in the second round, I think it was. Tipman, right? Was that second round? I, I saw that uh, hard knocks. That Whoever was snapping him the ball that day okay. was terrible. It's Again, they're having struggles right now, yeah. Although it's, you got to be so new. nervous. It's a new unit, yeah, second round for Tipman. Imagine you're the guy snapping the ball to Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's probably part Ooh, of it. Like and didn't he say something about, like, he puts his hands further in there than most yeah, people? Yeah, he or, gets in yeah. to mm. the butt. Mm. 
to yes, the butt but cheeks. The, yes, I understand the the location of the tag for Bakhtiari was basically right on Rogers' ass. Right. But he's but it wouldn't be Rogers' ass, it's the center's ass. Hmm. I don't know why I'm saying ass that yeah, way. Yeah, I don't either. Sounds so, weird. Yeah, well. Bakhtiari's his boy. They're buddies. I don't know. He's just having some fun with them, I guess. I would think that uh, if I'm a quarterback and I switch teams and and to the situation that Rodgers came with the Jets where they'll do anything he says, uh-huh. I'd be like, I need my center from Green Bay. Get him here. <laughs> Get him here. Makes a Makes ton, a of, ton sense. of sense. Get him here. Yeah, because you've got to be so comfortable with your center, Maybe I would he think. wasn't comfortable with the center. They didn't, oh. they didn't exactly kill it oh, you know, is that the last right? couple. I don't know. Is that your claim? Shall we go with that? I don't know. Who's the center for the CeeLo Packers? CeeLo claims the, the reason see. Rodgers left the Packers Let's was see. his relationship. Josh Myers, who was a second-round pick in 2021. So he had a couple years, I guess, with Rodgers. I don't know if he was the starter the last couple years. It seems like the quarterbacks get locked in with their receivers, right? They'll be like, oh, I want to bring this receiver with it. I'd want to bring my center. I guess. I mean. I would. I don't know. But again, they, they it's not like they have a couple of scrubs. They have a, two, an, a rookie who has high hopes. They used a second-round pick on, and another guy who's a, who's an accomplished pro that's bounced it. And you know what? Let me double-check that. Did he play with Rodgers at some point? This uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. you got to make sure as you, when you're the center, one, snap the ball correctly. First of the problem is there's two Connor McGoverns. That two. are both offensive linemen. Not currently on the Jets, but I think they had one of them. Don't and step, now he's with the Bills. Don't step on Aaron Rodgers' feet. No, I'm wrong. There are two, but they've had just the one with it. No, Broncos and Jets. So, no, he's never played with Rodgers. Right. He's uh, gotta, up until now. He's got to be careful because Rodgers said on Hard Knocks, don't spin the ball. Okay, well, these are the things they work the ball. through in training camp. That's what they're doing now. Rodgers is like, don't spin the ball, just give it to me. Next snap, over his head. That's troubling. Don't spin the ball. Just give us. You're talking about a shotgun snap. Whatever. Well, you don't mean, want it spun. If it's over his head, it's got to be in the shotgun. No one that snaps one was, it over the head when you're under center. That was a shotgun. So what does he? What do you he mean? He wants it like a knuckleball. Like you know how like he wants the ball just coming out. No no rotation. I'm not really sure how you would do that on a shotgun. Like a knuckleball pitcher. Some, yeah. How about I this? I guess I don't know enough about snapping. You know who you could talk to about that? Who? Peter Schwartz. Peter Schwartz's son. Son's a long snapper. What if we did this? Who was that uh, knuckleball pitcher for the Red Sox? Tim Wakefield. Yeah. What if we get him to become a center in football? Don't and think have he's him... got, got the thickness, Al. He's <laughs> also kn- probably 50 years old now. <laughs> have him knuckleball, no rotation, the snap to Aaron Rodgers so he's comfortable. Tim Wakefield is 57 years old now. Don't think he's available to come play center. It's going to be Jets. tough. Now maybe he can come in and teach them how to make it knuckle. Yeah, like when they to go back to Mark Sanchez that they brought Joe Girardi in to teach Sanchez how to slide. Was that what that yes. was? Yes, I think that's what that was. I believe right? you're correct. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. Familiar from to me. yesteryear. From yesteryear, yeah. Hmm. hmm. You would think a center, though, having been a center through college to the point where you're one of the guys that gets drafted. Uh-huh. How do they ever snap it over somebody's head? How? Yeah. A little too much juice. Sometimes I think they anticipate they get focused on knowing, as soon as I snap this, you know, so-and-so is going to blow right through this. I got to – so they they rush the snap, and maybe they're not paying attention to that as much because they got to get their hands up and start blocking. That's how they step on and quarterbacks sudden, too. Yep. Right? They like – Yeah, they get back so, in their, into yeah. their stance too quick, and you step on the toe of the quarterback, he falls over, and then plays dead. Yeah. Right. You step on the full foot of the quarterback. That's trouble. Not good. Man, that guy's got to be every snap. It's a lot of pressure. And it's an it's a it's an unheralded but very important position. It's like underrated. Doesn't get enough attention. Right, because you like you said you're going to get hit right away, and you have to make sure you snap that ball yeah. properly. Correct. 
in a pressure situation, mm-hmm. shotgun, third and long, deep in the game. You're making calls on the line, yes. pass protection. Pointing. Yeah, there's a lot going on. You got to snap it. You got to make sure not to snap it early, I not the, to snap I, it late. I bet the center is bothered by the left tackle. What do you mean? Well, the left tackle gets all the, as long as it's a righty quarterback, the blind side protector, right? He gets all the credit. The credit, the money. Center's probably like, Psh. All the center gets is grief if he skies one he's over got, the quarterback's he's got, head. He's got a lot of responsibility. He does. You're yeah. right. He's like the catcher in baseball. Yeah. Like they much. want the catcher in baseball to, like, that always blew my mind. Like, oh, I have to now go run down first base and cut for... <laughs> and back up the throw. Yeah. No That's way. That's a bit of a lost start. I'm that doesn't a... happen as much anymore. Squatting down, squatting. No yeah. way. Do That's a lot umpire, of work. Managing yes. the whole pitching staff. Foul balls off your face. Up, yep. Mm-hmm. Your balls. Pop-ups behind home plate. Yeah. You got to throw runners out. Pickoffs. Plays at the plate. No, by the way, you got to go hit as well. Right. <laughs> and there's some pop-ups in front of home plate, which... Yeah. Are yours, and you got that big beefy glove that it could of, just a lot of spin on those balls. And a too. lot of spin. Mm. Interesting, CeeLo. Let's take a break here. Yeah, let's do a little baseball when we come back, and then a Boomer and Gio will be here right at six o'clock, ready to rock you into your weekend. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? Come on, CeeLo. This is my jam right here, man. So the reason I'm playing this, and welcome back to the warm-up program. I am one of those melodramatic fools. There's a uh, 30th anniversary uh, record uh, box set coming out for this uh, album. Wow. This was um, before I got my first CDs. I had this on cassette when I was a youngin'. This was one of my early purchases. Some inappropriate stuff for a kid of my age on there, but I was able to get my hands on the Dookie cassette. Dookie. Yeah. Yeah, so 30th anniversary thing's coming out. They actually released a song today. Let me play that for you, too, here. CeeLo. A new Green Day song. Well, no, it's uh, oh. it's part of this box set, mm-hmm. which is where they, they've got the demos and things. The, uh, so I played you Basket Case. Let right. me play you the demo of Basket Case, which came out today. Oh, meaning like this? Okay. Like, this is how it started out. This is what it was going to be. Before it became what it became. Yeah, before he gave it to the whole band and said, let's jam out on them. Don't know where this story began. 
weird. My friend Houston had got himself a girl. Interesting, right? I guess, yeah. Came a long way. It did. The drums are the best part. I mean, the whole thing. There's none in there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, look for that. That's awesome. I love that. I like when these box sets just show up on Spotify. Then I don't have to buy a box set. Well, I can't with these box sets. And they call them, still call them boxes. They do, yeah. But they're not, there's no box. <laughs> no, but they do. They sell the boxes because oh, people but like. you don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. People like the vinyl. You got to get the yeah, vinyl. Yeah, the vinyl's back now. Yeah, people you gotta like the vinyl. You got to get vinyl. Yep. By the way, I saw a lot of uh, Hot Chick Mets fans with pictures of David Wright on Twitter. Why? He was like making the rounds. In I the- guess he was at the, at the game. And uh, was hanging out in this one section, and uh, all the Hot Chick Mets fans went Which over there. Which game? You mean earlier, bef- last night they were in St. Louis. Well, I saw, I don't, wherever it was, You're, I just... Uh, from earlier... Maybe it was the, uh, maybe they did that NYPD this uh, had a, yeah, game. Yes. Within the, I would imagine it was earlier this week during the Pirates mm-hmm. series, yes? I don't know. Let me yeah, see that, because too. I saw, I saw... Well, why he, are they all just getting posted today? Why am I seeing them today? Uh, I would imagine maybe people posted them yesterday during the day from the night before. Oh, I see. Because I I went on my uh, my Twitter and I went to the for you where uh-huh. they like think they find things they think you might like. Right. And Twitter thinks I might like to see pictures of David Wright with hot chick med fans. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think that speaks Twitter's more correct. to yeah about you than anything else. Yeah. But so yeah, he was just like I'm David Wright. And yeah, all these, all these girls Wright. were like, loved David. That was like back when... What's not to love? Back when uh, these girls were falling in love with baseball and David yeah, Wright. of course. Yeah, here he is. Handsome man. The little press conference in the pinstripes. Okay. That the, the day is here. So yeah, I don't know which day it was, right? They had rescheduled that game, the uh, the NYPD situation. Right, right, to get rained out? I guess, something like that. Oh. So we but, really don't yeah, know that why. Was at City Field. Not in I don't think they did that in, C- no. in St. Louis. Last All I can tell you is David Wright <laughs> took a lot of pictures with, with gals. And hey, they were him. they were reliving their their uh young girl crushes. Yeah, of course. With Mr. David Wright. I mean Is he married? Yes, with oh. kids. Yeah. He married to kids? That's I weird. said married with Oh, married with, with kids. Kids, children. Yes. Okay. When he right, was so, in here a few weeks ago, I know you weren't. Yeah, I wasn't here. He talked a little about just life, family, what he does day to day, family, the kids, staying involved in their stuff and managing his, you know, whatever it is, back spine situation. What is it? Back spine back. stenosis. Yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A number of years ago when we went down to Mets spring training and we went down and... Um, for some reason, we were in the Mets with Boomer and Carton. Yeah, saying? with Boomer and Carton. Okay. For some reason, we were in the Mets facility, and David Wright. For some reason, you're doing a show from there. Yeah, but but we were like in the office. Oh, I guess that's where they set you up. No, do the I, don't, no? I don't know. Oh, right. I don't know. I just Port know we, Lucy, were, yep. we were roaming around mm-hmm. in the office, mm-hmm. and David Wright was in there. He was so jacked up. Like I never saw biceps on a human being. Yeah, early on in his career. And then as he got to the later years, he he trimmed up and thinned out quite a bit. Yeah, but he was like, oh, oh yeah. I actually to the point where I was like, this guy's he's got to be shooting steroids in there. That's how big his muscles were. <laughs> right, but not, this was at a time when they were testing there. for steroids. Yes. So I know he wasn't. Yes. That's how muscular yeah, he was. These guys are specimens, man. Damn. What do you think Giancarlo Stanton looks like without his shirt on? Ripped. I mean, you see him in the post game. They're usually sleeveless. He's got the yeah. the guinea tee on. We, I always heard. What are we what are we calling it these days? I'm not sure. I just, I just, I like to say. I feel a, like both are demeaning. A that white tank the other the, I, people the, are very the, the beater. You know, yeah, people are very free to go. Always wearing a wife beater. What? Right. That's why I didn't go there. I went for the other one, but I yeah. think that's considered also, derogatory as correct. well. So we just call it a white tank top. Tank top. 
white, a tank white undershirt tank top. Got it. I did see Derek Carr is also jacked up this year. He's always been jacked up. Now they showed pictures. I saw a side by side of last year camp, uh-huh. this year camp. But we know quarterbacks. He's talking about bigger muscles yeah, or bigger just muscles. more like uh, like toned? defined. I feel like he always had pretty big arms. No, okay. I don't know. I feel like our quarterback should be lanky. You know, you know, like uh, Tom Brady didn't have big biceps. Uh, another guy that got thinner as his career went yeah. along. You know, Joe Montana, yeah. lanky. Mm-hmm. I like a lanky. Eli Manning, most lanky man ever. A mm. little misleading. I think Why? he was more muscular than people thought. His brother was lankier than he was. You know what? I think you know what the problem is? We're comparing them to other guys that are also very muscular yeah, and skill bigger. position guys. Yeah. yeah. The wide receivers now oh, have God. huge muscles. And DK Metcalf. Yeah. The uh, Seahawks. And even uh, the, the new Giants tight end. Oh, Darren Waller. Oh, my gosh. Sure. Well, anytime you see these forget guys up close, it. I mean, forget it. Yeah. I just, I would love to attempt to tackle on one of these guys. No, you, no. Like when I see Tiki Barber in the hallway sometimes, I'm like, if he was coming at me full steam ahead with the ball. You'd get destroyed. If you I have lowered, no chance. No, no. <laughs> if I went for Ow. his knee. Ow. Boomer. I'm not taking him down. Boomer in his, you know, north of 50 years has injured you. You really think That's Tiki, true. Come on. Now, Tiki's mu- Tiki is... I would say in as good a shape now as he was when he was playing. When you see muscles on a guy who's wearing a long sleeve sweater, oh. that's when you know they're muscular. He pops out of the shirts that yeah. he's wearing. Sweaters though, like not yeah, not short sleeve oh, no, shirts where you expect to see it. Yeah, muscular he shirts. He is swole. Hmm. He mm. is swole. Yeah. Uh, I did see Wander Franco, the uh, Tampa Ray player, right? Who. Um, uh, is, is the involved with two situation. different minors. Right. Uh, it says uh, the reports are that he may never play again. And that's wild to me, and I'm not by in any way, shape, or form minimizing what he did, yeah. but just think about the, some of the, uh, hell, call them, I mean, bad situations, crimes even, that guys have committed along the way and yeah. still end up returning to the field in any professional sport. Mm-hmm. I guess I haven't done enough reading on the specifics of what's going on here, but it's it it not a lot really of... bad for him to be already talking. To, he's a He's a... Young player, He's, yeah, you know, only a few years into his career, he signed a twelve-year, two hundred twenty-three million dollar deal yes. two years ago. Early on, they bought him, bought out all of his arbitration years and some of his free agency yeah. years to lock him up long term. Yeah, it's a Man. big-time prospect. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen with him. That's wild. That is that is weird, wild stuff. Weird, Ciro. wild stuff. And uh, one of my uh, favorite things: throwback jerseys, the Seattle Seahawks. Kingdom era jerseys. Yeah, we got some good ones this year. Yeah, we do have some good ones. It's it's the most searched for of the throwbacks. People I, are most interested in. Me, it. Yeah. Number two, Tennessee Titans Oilers jerseys. Yeah, which oh. is I mean sweet. I know it's the same franchise, but like they were the Tennessee Oilers for a hot second. Yes, like the Houston Oilers. You know, I don't care who wears. You them. just want to see it. Get them on the field. Get those Get baby them, like, blues. It makes a ton of sense. Get them on there. Have them both play. Have the Titans play the Houston Texans. Have them both wear the Oiler uniforms. One <laughs> home, away. one away. <laughs> like Sign a, me like a, up. An intra-squad scrimmage, pretty much. Yes. Or like they Green-white scrimmage yes. for the Jets. One of yeah, those yeah. things. Yeah. A quick break here, CeeLo. Uh, but I've got a first a CBS Sports Minute from uh, JR. Okay. Very good. What I don't do know think what it's about, about but right. uh, he's got a very strong take on, on something. something in the sports world. Yeah. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, we've got a few more moments here before Boomer and Geo come up here at 6 o'clock. I'm here with CeeLo today. You know, they're stealing a lot of cars in Chicago. I know is that we, right? Yeah, I know we like to complain about New York because this is where we are. But, you know, there were a couple Blackhawks players uh, had their cars uh, carjacked from uh-huh. them. Now uh, the girlfriend of uh, a, a star player on the White Sox. She had her BMW stolen from a gas station. She was getting gas before she went over to Wrigley Field to watch uh, when they were playing the uh, Cubs uh, so, White like, Sox. Cars being filled up. She yeah. goes inside to get something. She I don't think she and... got inside. I think she got out to pump the thing. Dude Come ran on. up. They're just running in and on running the fly. In. Yeah, she got out to pump the gas, yes. and someone someone went in wow. and took her car. They had to be sitting and waiting for that. That's, Absolutely. You, I mean, there's not a lot of time between. When she gets out of the car and when the pump's going in the car. No. Right? He's not driving away with the pump attached. No, he's I mean, not. I guess it would have come right out. They have driven driven away with the pump attached, some of these uh, criminals. But yeah, he was in like a, a black hoodie, black pants, mask. I never, like, what are you going to do then? Like, what, I mean, that car is going to, it's registered. It probably has some tracking device or whatever. Like, what are they going to do? Strip that thing down before they get to oh, yeah. sell off those parts, I guess? They bring it right to uh, somewhere and they ship it to uh, another country. Are you are you making that up, or is that actually what they're doing? Well, I think that's what they're doing. I think they're I selling mean, them to Tehran, Iran. That is, it is weird. Do you ever see like uh, when like there's there's a news story about footage from like Iraq or something? You know, one of these punk countries, you know? yeah. <laughs> and they'll show like a bunch of guys with with uh, rifles, yeah. And they're driving around on a Toyota. It's always <laughs> right. weird. Like, that yeah. was somebody's they gotta, Toyota. They got to upgrade their cars. They're going BMWs <laughs> now. So now we'll see the, the rifle videos with yeah. the BMWs or the Mybox or the Porsches. I always thought that said a lot about Toyota trucks. Like, because you know they're not changing the oil on these things no. in Iraq. No. And they're running around yeah. driving through sand. And I'm like, wow, these Toyotas are still working. Very durable. Yeah, they have a very durable it's car. It's basically like an amateur tank. Yeah. But at some point, that was like somebody's family Toyota. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch. Let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.